Yo, what's going on, everybody? Hey, it's Monday afternoon. Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man, minus the Grande part of it today. We'll talk about that coming up in a second. Um, let me start off by saying this. First and foremost, I got to thank our great sponsors. I'll start with prize picks. Um, Browner, I don't know how your prize picks did this weekend, but let me tell you something. Uh, with Monday Night Football tonight, I'm already locked and loaded because I don't know if you saw this or not. They gave you a gift today. Did you see what they did with Christian McCaffrey? Did you happen to see no. this? I did listen to this Christian McCaffrey tonight, rushing and receiving yards combined. Okay. They've got it at 110 and a half, 110.5 on rushing receiving. Not bad, right? He rushes for 60 yards. He has 60 yards in receptions. He goes more, right? They gave it to you today at 0.5. Not oh, it's a 0.5 day. Mm -hmm. So I took Christian McCaffrey for the more, obviously. And then Obviously. on the other side, on the other side, uh, I'm taking uh, Isaiah Pacheco for, um, by the way, this McCaffrey thing is for Thursday night football and, and Isaiah Pacheco tonight to go for more than 69 and a half rushing receiving combined. So I'm already like making my plays on prize picks way ahead of the game. In fact, Brown, you'll find this funny. Last night I was in the uh, 710 suite up in LA for the Laker game. I got, uh -huh. I got these young men all like in their early twenties, they're all playing. Then I got an older guy who's one of our sales guys. He's playing and we're all playing during the game. It was awesome. Prizepicks.com slash great friends, prizepicks.com slash great friends. They will match your first deposit hundred percent up to hundred dollars. So you put in a hundred, they put in a hundred. I am shocked, blown away and appreciative of the number of listeners and viewers who are hitting me up with. Here's my prize picks. Keep them coming because I like the fact that you guys are doing your research and I'll play your picks. I've seen, picks. The, I've seen the QR codes. People are slapping that thing. People are slapping that, that thing? They slapping that thing, bro. I, huh. I, I, I've seen the numbers. It's it's quite, it's quite triple what anything else is. Oh, interesting. So, You're following the data on the, on the, on the QR code. Okay. I'm following the data, baby. They are yeah. first by a long shot. And then it's, it's, it's one of our other friends we'll get to. Okay. All right. Beautiful. Uh, prizepicks.com slash great friends and have fun. Be careful and uh, send me your picks. Okay. Let me also mention our friends over at mushroom life. L Y F E is the life part of it. Mushroomlife.com slash great friends. Another one where you can click on the QR code. Now, Brown, did I hear from Brett Weiss that you went up to visit the Mushroom Life HQ, the headquarters up in Vista San Marcos area. Is that true? Yeah, man. I had a, I got a little picture for us when we get to the regular show. But yeah, man, I went up there, hung out with them, toured this facility. They got uh they got they got some smoke coming for you for people who who in the know what that means. They 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 coming out with some things. So uh you, you know it's amazing. Real big. You know what's amazing to me is I get a message the other day from one of our listeners and he had ordered the face cream. And I, and he was like, dude, I love it. It smells great. It's great. It feels great on my skin. Ordered the, the face cream. And then what Brett does, Brett knows that he's a 1090 listener or a Kaplan and crew listener, and he throws in tons more stuff. So get your mushroom life products. Um, it's a plant-based medication. So if you take medicine for sleep, for sexual arousal, for focus, for whatever, there's a plant-based version made right here in Carlsbad in gummies. And, um, Brett takes care of you, man. He, he gives you 50% off your first purchase. Mushroomlife.com slash great friends. Click that QR code. Let's start the show.
Hey, great friends. What's going on? It's Kaplan and crew. Got Grande and the Brown Man. We come to you from the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. So here's the thing. We're going to just get onto the radio, just get onto the stream of YouTube, all the audio podcast platforms, and tonight we'll be plastered all over cable TV on the Cox Your View Network throughout all of Southern California. But wait a second. I know what you guys think. I know that you think that what I'm going to do is I'm going to come on the air and within the first 60 seconds of being on the air, I'm going to brag and laugh like as if I'm Stephen A. Smith and I'm poking at the Cowboys. You think I'm going to do the exact same thing to the Chargers today. And guess what? You're kind of right. You're actually kind of right. God, I loved what happened yesterday. And I, listen, I love the NFL Sunday. I even jumped into some NBA. I went to the Lakers game last night against Houston, which was a much, much closer game than I might have expected. But the NFL weekend was incredible. And yeah, the Chargers losing at the Packers. The Chargers defense giving up over 300 yards passing to a kid who is in his first year as a starter has been less than impressive. And most people don't think he's very good. And this was his first real big NFL passing game. And who did it come against? The worst pass defense in the league. And by the way, um, the second highest paid defense in the NFL. I loved Rex Ryan on ESPN this morning saying to Brandon Staley, go back to division three football where you belong. Think about that. There's a former coach and I get it. You know what? He's supposed to be an opinionist now and he should have a strong take for, for Rex Ryan to tell little Brandon Staley, little BS Take your inexperienced butt back to Division Three and work your way up. I thought it was awesome. So good afternoon, everybody. Just getting ready to get started. Um, this weekend, Grande, if you followed his social media, up in Vegas for the F1 uh, race, which I watched on TV on Saturday night, looked awesome. Um, kind of boring, if I'm being honest. Like, in other words, as a spectator there, it wouldn't be a fun thing. It's a big party. There's a race going on. No one knows who's in the lead. Ding, 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 ding. You can't even follow it on TV, though. It's a very good, fun presentation. So Alex is out. Browner is in. And, and listen, everybody, in all the years that we've been together, I believe this is the first time ever. Browner, check me on this. I think this is the first time ever where it's just been you and me, buddy. I mean, it's been me and Alex before. It's probably it's been you and Alex plenty, but I think today might be you, you and me together for the very first time. Am I right or am I wrong on that? Uh, I cannot confirm or deny. I'm not really sure. I really, uh, you know, I just focus on the work, man. I just mm. focus on the work. You know, I'm like, yeah. uh, you know, for next, we got Kansas City next week. I'm that guy. I'm that you, guy. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. You're on to Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when the when we doing the show, I'm, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be yeah. there. Who else gonna be on the show? Don't matter. Just let me know what time to be there. I'm in the building. That's how I feel. You know? It's exactly yeah, how yeah. I feel. It's exactly how yeah. I feel. So Brown, before we uh, jump into the Chargers, and and you know what's interesting is is that instead of it being the the story about the game, the story becomes Brandon Staley's post game, and oh. and listen, I could start in a lot of different places today. You know, the Raiders, we talk about a, a team that plays for a coach. Look, they lost by seven points. They were 13 and a half point underdogs to Miami. The Raiders are playing for their coach, and they now have a coach who I think is what the Raiders are all about. Could start there. 
could start with the Rams. You know, the Rams yesterday, Matthew Stafford returns. He's getting beat up all over the field. And then the Rams, who look like they're toast, make a great comeback. And then Pete Carroll makes a really big mistake, which is getting his team into field goal position, but like just stopping with 30 seconds to go and being satisfied to try a long, long field goal. Coach, give me 10 more yards. So I could start with the Rams. I could start with the Raiders. Brown, we could we could start with your Chicago Bears. The way they were down two touchdowns to the Detroit Lions with like 240 to go in the game. And the Lions still found a way to win that game over your Bears. Well, that was ugly. That, is, that a, is that a statement or is no, that a it, question? It, it, or? It's, it's not a question. Not a question. Okay. Definitely just a statement. One to either have you jump in on your Bears or choose to hold off on your Bears until a little later on. I'm going to hold off because I got uh, I got something to holster for the person who you got something to holster for. Okay. This 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 may be this may be Staley's worst show on this show. Okay. Um I could definitely get into USC and their just tr- just brutal collapse. weekend, just collapse against UCLA. I could get into San Diego State who can't get out of their own way and got beat by San Jose State. I'm not going there. I'm going right where you guys thought I was going. I'm I guess I'm just that predictable. I guess I'm just that obvious. Gosh, the Chargers should be ashamed of themselves. And, and, and let me tell you why. It's not just because they have spent more money on defense and can't stop anybody. I mean, again, th- there was a stat I saw uh, yesterday that the Packers haven't had like a passing performance like this of over 300 yards. I want to say since Aaron Rodgers did it, does this sound right to anybody like in 2021? I would find that hard to believe, but I'm almost sure I saw that on ESPN earlier today. I'll go back and check it. Well, I probably won't. But anyway. Jordan Love, 322 yards passing, two touchdowns, no interceptions, was sacked three times. But man, Jordan Love, you talk about a confidence-building performance for a kid who'd not been very good so far this year, just having play against the Chargers. But what happens after the game, Brown, the, the Brandon Staley press conference, I can't decide. I think he's trying to intimidate the media. By the way, you're correct with your stat. It hasn't been, it hasn't happened. A 300 yard game in nearly two calendar years dating back to Aaron Rodgers in the mid December 2021. That's wild. I, I only, it wasn't my stat. I just happened to see it run on the bottom line of ESPN. I'm like, wait, what? That's that, wild. That, so think about that. The Packers haven't had a 300-yard passing performance since late 2021. Hard to believe, but Aaron Rodgers last year there wasn't so great. Um, And now they've got this kid quarterback, and the whole year goes by, and it's taken until now, 10 weeks or whatever it is into the season, for him to have a 300-yard passing performance. Who did he have it against? The Chargers. I I watched this division like, like it's my baby. Like, okay, I watch the division like a babysitter, okay? I, I make sure he eats lunch. I make sure he eats dinner. I make sure he gets to bed on time, okay? I make sure he doesn't fool around. I got my eyes on this division. Jordan Love's not good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No other way to chop that up. Mm-hmm. Jordan Love's not good. And for this, I don't even know if you want to still call this a defense. But for them to give that performance, that performance in itself, if that's, there are two performances over the weekend. I'll get to the other one. If that doesn't get you fired, your organization is a 
embarrassment to the profession. Well, which part? You're, you're saying if, if if the performance of the Chargers defense against the Packers offense, if that doesn't get you fired? Yes. Okay, because 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 I would I would I would throw this by you. You ready? Go throw it. What about Brandon Staley's performance in the post game press conference? In other words, your ownership. How does your coach represent your organization? Because he really is the face. I mean, you can say it's the quarterback. You could say it's the defensive end. You could tell me that Joey Bosa got hurt yesterday, and that's why the Chargers' defense was so bad. You can come up with everything you want to come up with. But the coach is at the podium, and today the Chargers are being ridiculed nationwide because of their coach. So my question to you is, do you fire Staley for his performance or lack thereof on the field? Or do you fire Staley because, you know what, you represent our organization and you make us look stupid? Can the coin have the same side? Can it be just a two-sided coin? Can it, it be both? You, right. We're, we're fighting right. for both. It doesn't matter how you flip it. As long as it lands on heads, and it will because it's double-sided. You, Your head coach is a, an extension because the owner won't go to the podium after the game. Mm -hmm. Okay? The head coach does. The quote-unquote CEO that's the guy who goes to the podium. And when he talks like that week, by the way, after week, after week, after week, that's you. That's your organization. That ain't the general manager. That's your head coach. That's you. They don't talk to the general manager after the game. They don't talk to the owner. They don't talk to the PR. They talk to you, the head coach. This is how, this is how you want to display your ability to handle pressure at the podium? Bro, this was – I mean, I wish I could say this was his worst performance at the podium because he's had some doozies. Yeah. But, boy, this is top, this is top two. Yeah. And, and here's what I'm trying to figure out with Brandon Staley. Is he trying to intimidate the media in a weird kind of way? Like, like, don't ask me this question anymore. I'm giving you an answer. I'm making it clear. And I'm the boss. Don't ask it to me anymore. Or, let's, let the, oh, oh, let's let the people hear it okay. so they can well, hear it and then we can see. But but I just want to throw this at you. Or just answer this for me. Are you looking at Brandon Staley and saying he's like a, a bratty child? So what, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Because to me, I hear him trying to intimidate the media. I'm the boss. I'm super confident. I'm going to continue this role and don't you have the audacity to ever ask me that question again? Or is he this bratty little child? Like, no, it's mine. It's mine. This is my defense. And these, these are my calls. And I'm the head coach. And I'm not willing to adjust because I have total confidence in everything that I'm doing. And, and no, the answer is no. I can't tell if he's trying to intimidate because it's not working. Or if he's being just a, a spoiled little snotty brat. All right. What do you want to play for us here first, Brown? This is for people to determine is he being a brat hold on here we go from the beginning i have full confidence in our way of playing full confidence in myself as the play caller and the way that we teach and the way that we scheme full confidence in that we got to bring this group together and do it consistently okay and that's where it's at so you can stop asking that question okay i'm going to be calling the defenses okay so we're clear so you don't have to ask that again like there you go. That's a child. That's a child. That's it. Like, if you win, if you do what Bill Belichick does, if you do, if you do what Andy Reid does, 
you can do what he just did. Hell, if you're Sean McVay, Pete Carroll, you can do what he just did. You have nothing, my man. You have nothing. There's no gravitas. There's no weight to you. You are lighting the pans, bro. You can't be up there trying to puff your chest out at people. And I like this team. I root for these guys. You can't be at the podium with your chest out like that, bro. Like you, like you him. You're not him, bro. You ain't got no rings. Hell, you ain't got no wins. You ain't been nowhere. You ain't done nothing. How you up there talking like that? Stop asking. Stop asking. Like, what? Come on, man. If Mike McDaniel was talking like that, the Dolphins head coach, at least he's shown some pizzazz. His offense has shown we got bullets in this thing. If your def- if y'all lost the game seven to six, you just didn't score, and they got you with the end in the round, right? If that's how y'all lost the game, you can go to the podium and say that. Well, they got us with a trick play. It is what it is. We'll be better. Stop asking. I'm calling the defense. That ain't what happened, bro. A guy who doesn't throw through on you. After the week before that, somebody lit you up. The week before that, somebody lit you up. The only team that he's been he's he's coached against this year defensively, where he looked like he was ahead of the curve was against Tyson Bajan, mm-hmm. an undrafted free agent from from wherever the hell he's from. Division That's the only two. time. That's right. That's the only in his, time. In his second start. Well, listen, um, to me, I just look at Brandon Staley in this press conference after the game, and he again, he's being ridiculed by everybody around the As country. Yeah. I mean, when, when Rex Ryan goes on ESPN this morning and says, go back to Division Three where you belong, you talk about disrespect to a colleague in, you know, in the NFL, they just, they think so little of this guy and the way he handles himself after a game, to me, you called him a brat to me. I look at him as a guy who's trying to intimidate people. I'm the coach. I have full confidence. Great. Glad you have full confidence. Okay. But clearly something's not working. Glad you're so confident. Glad you're confident in the way you coach. Glad you're confident in your system. But as confident as you are, there is something really, really wrong. And maybe, maybe it's you. Maybe it is that you're so overconfident in what you do that you're not flexible enough to do some self-scouting and some self-reflection and go, hmm, let me think about this. I keep coaching these guys this way. I keep doing this in practice. I keep doing this in film study. I keep calling these defenses. Maybe I should try something different, perhaps, by way of example. And this notion that he talks to these guys, brother, you are not in Jacksonville. You know, you are in Los Angeles where this it's not even San Diego where the media would be intimidated to go, oh, listen, hey, they're, they're threatening. They're going to take my credentials if I actually ask him a question. Because, dude, you're in L.A. You, you got to handle the heat. You got to handle the amount of media. Man, if this guy were in Philadelphia, if he were in New York, he'd be getting destroyed. The L.A. media is big, but it's as lame and as weak as the San Diego media always was. I mean, guys, grab a freaking like, like, reach down and find out what you got going on down there. Because, man, we're at, little, we're, we're, little we're BS, little, little BS, like just schooling the media. <laughs> Don't you ask me that question. I'm ultra confident. I'm making it clear to you. And by the way, we'll play more of these sound bites. Man, he is losing oh, his cool. 
You, hey, what, are, what are they supposed to reach to, dog? Reach what down, you dog. Want? Reach down, grab hey. a hold. You got a pair or what, man? It's a, so you think they scared? I think that they um, have, tr- like, not, nobody has said to Brandon Staley, Coach, why do you speak to us every week with this, this tone where you're condescending to us? If you were Bill Belichick, if you were Andy Reid, if you were Sean McVay, if you were Pete Carroll, the names that you brought up, mm-hmm. I'd sort of understand you have Super Bowl rings. You feel like you know so much more about football than we'll ever know. You're frustrated and you're angry, but you've had a lot of success. Brandon Staley has had no success. None. And so to come to these press conferences and talk down to everybody, don't ask it again. I'm making myself clear. I mean, and and then the other things, like it's not the defense's fault. Well, wait a second. That's your side of the ball. You just gave up 300-plus yards passing to a kid who hasn't been good all year long. Now, it's true. The offense has its own set of issues. A lot of drop passes yesterday. But this whole idea of setting the storyline, it's like I'm the coach, but I'm also the editor of your newspaper or of The Athletic or of ESPN.com. I'm the editor. I'm telling you what the story is. And I'll play more sound bites for you coming up in one second. Um, This segment of Kaplan and Crew being presented by our friends over at Prize Picks. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. For those of you that are watching on YouTube or on television tonight, you can click our QR code and it'll take you right to prizepicks.com slash great friends. When you're there, open an account and they will match your first deposit 100% up to $100. So if you put in 100, they put in 100. That's what I did. You put in 50, they'll put in 50. I would say go for the match. So if you're planning on playing, don't put in 20, put in the 100. Let them match it for 100. Now, Browner, you tell me that um, you get to see all of the clicks on our prize picks um, QR code on the screen. Yeah. And you're yeah, saying yeah, that do. that it's doing really, really well. Listen, man, people hitting that thing. It's yeah. lit. It's lit. I Because I, I haven't checked it in a while since we started doing the QR codes. And today, this morning, we were speaking of it. I was like, let me go see how how we doing with this. The, mm-hmm. the, let me go look at the raw. Let me get the, the data because y'all know I'm a data kind of guy. I had you may to go, get them I, goggles. I, get I, them I, nerd I, goggles out. I, 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 I had to put them. I had to put them Scott Kaplan's on. I haven't gotten I had, yet. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I had to. I had to put the the bebop bebops on and go look at the statistics. And bruh, it's nice. It's nice, huh? It, it it's it's it's. Triple more than anything else. Our our second thing is three times behind that. So shout out to you guys for being interested and diving into this and having fun with it the way that we're having fun with it because it changes the way you play the game. I honestly can't believe how much reaction I get from Prize Picks. People send me messages on on direct on like you know Facebook direct messenger or whatever Twitter. They send me their pictures of their picks. They send me their winnings. It's men and women. It's younger folks. It's older folks. Mm-hmm. I just. People, whoever created this game. Oh, here's one for you. You'll love this. This is how amazing the guys are at prize picks at trying to set, you know, the the more or less numbers. Listen to this. I had this weekend Dorian Thompson Robinson from the Browns. Mm -hmm. His prize pick passing number was 166.5. At the end of the first half, he had 90 yards passing. I'm like, well, I'm going to lose that because I went less. I said, Dorian Thompson Robinson will pass for less than 166 and a half yards. You know what he passed for? 166. 165. 
Oh. <laughs> nice. I was like, I literally was rooting against him. I was like, nice. bro, I want you to win the game, but I don't want you to have 166 and a half yards. So he had 165 yards passing. So look, tonight is going to be an incredible game. It is a rematch of last year's Super Bowl. So mm -hmm. Philadelphia, Kansas City, I haven't even looked yet other than looking at, I have one play tonight, but it's combined with a Thursday play for Thanksgiving. So I got to get in and try and decide what I'm going to do for tonight's game. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. Use the QR code and they'll match your first deposit 100% up to 100 bucks. All right, coming up. Let me and Browner take you back now. We, we played the first soundbite from Brandon Staley. There's about four or so, and he is being ridiculed nationwide. We'll get to it next. All right, great friends. Hey, what's happening? It's Kaplan and crew. We are in the 7 Mile Casino Studios, 7milecasino.com. Got the brown man today. Grande not with us. He was up at F1 in Vegas. And I don't know, Brown, is, is Grande planning on checking in from Vegas? He did say he wanted to check in today, didn't he? You know, let's say, hey, bro. Come on, man. What you doing? What you doing? Well, you don't see him. Well, you don't see him. He ain't here. I know. When he's on vacation, like he's he out, on vacation man. day, he's out. Like me, out, I'm like, bro. yeah, more often than not, I'm like, oh, you need me? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm still available. Not him though. He gave um, that pump. He gave that pump fake though. He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I come here for a segment." Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Let me ask you something before we get back to the Chargers and the, the national ridicule that they are experiencing thanks to the Brandon Staley post game press conference after the Chargers lost yesterday to Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers, and it's the first time the Packers have had a 300 yard passing game since late 2021, and the first of of Jordan Love's season, which is essentially his rookie season, even though he's been in the league a couple of years, but this is his first year as a starter. Real quick, on Saturday night, did you watch any of this F1 where he was? Please forgive me, America. Not a second. Yeah, forgot, right. it, I, forgot it was happening. Forgot not it was me. Happening. Not me. I actually, on Saturday night, this was like, I haven't done this in a long time. My girlfriend was out of town. And bruh, let me tell you something. Um, it was a pleasure. No, no disrespect. Okay. <laughs> it's just that it's just that I did things on Saturday night that I never do. Like Saturday night, when you have a girlfriend, bro, you're going out, you're going to dinner, you're going to a party, you're going something. to a bar, you're, you're, you're going, going to something, the concert, you're going somewhere. Yeah, you're going something. I was by myself, dude. I cleaned my office. I did some laundry. Dude, I must have gone through a hundred pieces of mail that were sitting here unopened for months. Okay. And I mean, things that I would have thrown out that I'm like, ooh, good thing I didn't throw that out. Man, I needed that. Like I had a night to myself. And by the way, here's what happened is that my daughters came in from college. The two of them flew in on Friday night last week and it was Saturday. And it was going to, cause I knew I was going up to LA yesterday to go see the Laker game. And I was going to leave earlier in the day because I took the train. So I wanted to spend the day with my daughter. So Saturday afternoon or midday, one daughter had a soccer game. Then she had a soccer banquet. Then we did, I'm trying to remember what else we did. Oh, we went to the racetrack on Saturday, me and the girls, because oh, nice. the racetrack is still open right now. We had two horses running that day. We had a second place finish. And then later in the day, after we went and worked out, then we um, then we went and got Manny Petties. I didn't, but they did. I know. I know they did. Cool. So I had a full daddy-daughter day, and I was home early, and it was Saturday night. I'm like, I'm cleaning my office, I'm getting into bed, and I'm going to watch this F1 race. And I had a lot of friends from San Diego that went to Vegas for this F1 race. A lot of guys who had like the really high end sort of experience. So you're there and you're in this massive party and there's celebrities and there's music and there's bottle service and there's expensive food. And it, 
but the the race itself is dim 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 and you're like i don't know what car is who mm. i'm not really that into the sport anyway but right. i came because it's a big it's party. A party right and so what i was hearing from people was there being on site fun a lot of fun but not because of the, it was just the party it's the event not the race itself like i saw alex's um, videos he's at his cousin's condo and he's looking over the balcony and he can see the cars going round and round, but really they're inside watching the race on TV while it's happening down in front of them. So the sporting event itself, very good on TV, doesn't look like it's good in person other than the party and the fun uh, in terms of a sporting event and being a spectator. But I watched it, man. I watched all of it on Saturday night. I liked it. I got to tell you, man, I saw some reports that they didn't uh, financially land what they thought that they would across Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. I also saw that the traffic caused a lot of actual people who live in Las Vegas to be pissed about it. I understood. I, and I, and it looks like it's something that's better on television. No doubt. And that's one of those things where if you build this thing up, the things around it better be good. Yeah. Because being there, like the... the like. No, the, the, who's that? As a spectator, it didn't look like a fun thing to be at, like a football game or a basketball game Correct. or a baseball game or a hockey game, um, soccer match. It it didn't look fun like that. It just looked like it was everywhere you went was a nightclub. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, but I'm sure I'm I'm sure I'm getting something wrong. I'm sure there's a lot of F1 fans out there. They're like, no, bro, you don't get it. Like I sit in those stands and I know the black car is this guy and the red car is that guy. And I know enough about these teams to know. And I know how to read the video boards to know what I'm looking at in race. I can, I can, I can assure you when hmm. another person shows up on this show, he'll be like, that was amazing. You guys. No, don't no, get it. but no, no. But I think he'll tell you that it was amazing on TV because from where he was, you could only see the cars making turns. You couldn't follow the race. You needed the TV. Like, I'll give you an example. Last night, I'm at the Laker game. Laker game's going on down there. But I got the TV on in the suite. Uh, boy, that sounded very bougie, didn't it? Ooh, I was going to let you finish, but dog. Oh, my God. It sounded, uh, it sounded bougie. Oh, my God. You're... All, right. Woo. All right, let me Woo. do this. Um, let is me that, get, let is me... that why you got your nails done in the suite, too? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh. Yikes. Hey Brown, you got listen, when you got daughters, you got to figure out what to do with these girls to make them want to hang out with you. Hey girls, let's go for Manny Petties. Yes, Dad, let's do that. Look, oh, you man. guys will hang out with me if we get Manny Petties? Yes, Dad, we will. I will I will give you you started this off with a 1000 percent correct statement. If your girlfriend's out of time, your girlfriend will make you do stuff. She will make up something for you to do so you don't do nothing on Saturday. Like she will. Go on her phone, find a friend who's doing something, because now you finna go and do whatever that is. So when you get one of them Saturdays where you just like, hey, bro, I'm it's just me. It's peace of mind, bro. Dude, peace was, of mind. I and my you office. save money. Dude, I cleaned my office. Well, I didn't save so much money because uh, the expensive the dinner girls, that we would have yeah. gone out with turned into fingernails Nails. and toenails. Right. Yeah. Um, hey, with that said, let me make a quick statement here. I'll pay a bill and then we'll we'll come right back into it because I really want to get back to Brandon Staley. Shout out to my guy, Gary Cooper, Mountain Trust Realty Services. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to Gary and his entire team. Um, happy Thanksgiving on behalf of Gary and his entire team. I just want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. It's early in the week. Um, if you're thinking about how can I buy a house, I've told this story a couple of times now because I met these uh, folks a couple of weeks ago who are longtime listeners, and they told me the story. They're moving from Imperial Beach to Menifee. When I asked, why would you make that move? They said, because we can't afford a house in Imperial Beach. 
So they told me they bought a house pre-construction at $488,000. It's not built yet. It's not finished. It's already up to like $530,000. So they're making money right now while the thing's being built, right? Um, but they're going to have to drive from Menifee. And, Men you know, she works down in a hospital in, I want to say, like North Park. So she's going to have a commute now. But they can afford to buy a house. They can start to build some wealth. And even though they're going to schlep and they're going to spend more time in their car and more money in gas, they are building equity through home ownership. Talk to Gary Cooper. If you're flexible, it could happen for you. All right. 858-376-1299. 858-376-1299. Gary Cooper Mountain Trust Realty Services. Or for those of you that are watching, click on the QR code that's on the screen right now. All right, Brown, let's bring it back. Brandon Staley, the Chargers head coach, is being laughed at nationwide. And understandably so, because the Chargers, yet again, go into the season and everybody has these high expectations. They look at the roster and they see Joey Bosa and they see Khalil Mack and they see Derwin James and they go, wow, that defense. And then they go, and Brandon Staley, you know, he's really a defensive guru, man. That's a guy, you know, he engineered that Rams defense with Aaron Donald. He's the guy. And then they look on the offensive side and they go, hey, there's Justin Herbert. And, and people already call him a Hall of Fame quarterback. What they're saying is he's got the Hall of Fame skills and mm -hmm. stats in the early part of his career. But there's Keenan Allen, who's who's having literally a Hall of Fame caliber career. You know, I don't think he'll be a Hall of Famer because the Chargers don't win anything. But, I mean, the numbers, the consistency, the, the, having, man. the longevity. Right. He's having an amazing year, Keenan Allen. Although yesterday dropped two important passes. Yeah. You know? So – so you you look at the Chargers and you go, Austin Eckler, look at the number of touchdowns he scored. You look at the offensive line and the money they've invested in it. Everything on paper says the Chargers should be good. And then let me tell you where we are as of today. Through 10 games, um, 11 games, depending on, you know, if you've had your bye week, the Chargers are four and six mm. and they are laughably in last place. Kansas City, we'll see them tonight. They're seven and two. Denver? Now, now Denver's a great example, Brown. I laughed at Sean Payton. Said Sean, pa Sean Payton will be no better for the Broncos than Mike McCarthy is for the Cowboys. Well, guess what? When you're Mike McCarthy and you've grown up and you went, and I don't know his entire resume, but you started small in Kansas City and you moved your way up. And the next thing you know, you're a coordinator in New Orleans. And then you're a coordinator in San Francisco. And you've been around great coaches and you worked inch by inch by inch to get to the to, to head coaching level. And then when you have a Aaron Rodgers and you do win a Super Bowl and you have a consistent playoff contender, you know what? Um, the Cowboys are in the middle of all this. They're in the mix. They have a legitimate head coach. No matter what you think about Mike McCarthy, Mike right. McCarthy is a legitimate NFL Super Bowl winning head football coach. I agree. Sean Payton, who I thought, okay, he had Drew Brees in the prime of his career. They had, you know, all these years of consistency and success. And even though they only won one Super Bowl, here's what I can tell you about Sean Payton right now. His ability to take a team that gave up 70 points, I want to say in week two or three of the season. Ooh, 70 smack us. And completely turn things around right now to where the Denver Broncos, I have to check on this. I don't know if it's four straight wins or three straight wins. All I know is, is that the Denver Broncos were a joke. And now they've won four straight games. Four straight. They were a joke. You you yep. realize that the, the, the Broncos started off 0-3. Lost to the Raiders, lost to the Commanders, lost to the Dolphins where they gave up 70. Then they beat the Bears. Then they lost to the Jets. 
and the Chiefs, which is no big deal, but they were one in four or one in five. They've won five straight games. Packers, Chiefs, Bills, Vikings. They're five and five. That, my friend, that's a professional coaching job right there by Sean Payton. Mm -hmm. Could have lost that team early, turned it around. The Chargers are in last place. Mm. And there's one guy mm. to blame. I, 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 it's tough, man, because when you look at their wins, because I want I, I went back to look at their wins because I wanted I always want to know who you beat because sometimes you just get outplayed or sometimes things don't break your way. It's the NFL is any given Sunday. But they beat the Jets, the Bears, the Raiders when they were dysfunctional with the other head coach, and they beat the Vikings when the Vikings were in the Caleb Williams sweet stakes, which has now obviously changed. Everything else, man, it just, it doesn't look good. You're talking about the Chargers. It's, yes, the Chargers. Mm -hmm. Everything mm -hmm. else about the Chargers. On paper, it doesn't look good. They've given up 36 points, 26 points, 24 points, 17 points. They gave up 20 to the Cowboys. They gave up 31 of the Chiefs, again, against a Division II quarterback. And the Bears, they gave up 13. And against Zach Wilson, who's awful, they gave up six. And now 40... Zach Wilson's finally officially benched. It, shocker. Mm -hmm. And they gave up 41 to the Lions. 41 to the Lions. And then you turn up to 23 to the Packers to a guy who couldn't pass against anybody. And the Packers have played the Bears. He couldn't pass against anybody until you came in the dance floor now mm -hmm. all of a sudden he look like james brown out there boy he out there cutting up he michael jackson he moonwalking okay this is the whenever they show up the quarterback he get a hot hand he start warming that thing up in the driveway on the way to the work because he know <laughs> i'm gonna use this cannon today why it don't it don't matter who the quarterback is tyson bajan looked professional against them he looked respectable against them, okay? Jordan Love looked like everything's going to be all right against the Charger defense. And the defense is the second highest pay in the league with a defensive head coach. And you mean to tell me this man is going to be employed to the end of the year? It just, that tells me all, if you're an L.A. fan and you're new to this, unlike the guy on. San Diego guy, fan, San Diego right. fan right here, hater club. Bro, if you're new to this in L.A., you got one person now to be mad at because you can't be mad at him for taking their money. You can't be mad at him for continue for not quitting the job because if you quit, they ain't going to pay you. It's one person now. It's one person y'all need to look at. One, the chief owner if you in L.A. Well, and think about this. You ready? Um, when Mark Davis knew that the Josh McDaniels coaching staff. Correct. Which and he broke. Which was, well, you know, broke in comparison to other NFL owners, but the oh, Raiders, yeah, yeah, of course, but the Raiders making so much money in Vegas now that organizationally, they can go ahead and say, we're firing the general manager, the head coach and the offensive coordinator. And we already fired the other coach who was making 10 million a year. Guess what? It was like a 70 or $80 million, like Texas A&M kind of Jimbo Fisher buyout. Yeah. And you know what? The owner of the Raiders has the guts and apparently the cash to do it. The owner of the chargers, Maybe he doesn't have either. I know he doesn't have the guts. Well, well, here's here's what Brandon Staley is being ridiculed for today. Go back to the first one where the first clip that we played in the last segment mm -hmm. 
where Staley talks about how um, he's going to continue to call the defense and stop asking him that question. And this is the thing I really despise about this guy. Brother, you're 12 years old. You have no experience. You've got no wins to speak of. You cut your facial sitting, hair. And you're sitting here trying to be like all puffied and, and like intimidate people. I will smack you in the back of your head, you little putts. Go sit in the corner. You know what I'm saying? From the beginning, I have full confidence in our way of playing. Full confidence in myself as the play caller and the way that we teach and the way that we scheme. Full confidence in that. We got to bring this group together and do it consistently. Okay? And that's where it's at. So you can stop asking that question. Okay? I'm going to be calling the defenses. Okay? So we're clear. So you don't have to ask that again. I'd be like this. Yo. Okay. I'd be like this. Okay. I'm clear. You're confident and you're going to continue to call the defense. I am clear. Thank you for that. Here's my question. Have you thought about the possibility that therein lies the problem? I, I know you're confident and I know what you're going to continue to do because you might as well go out your own way. But have you thought to yourself that maybe just maybe your overconfidence is blinding your ability to self-evaluate. You thought about that? Bro, I know one thing is true. If he ever see any of these clips about you, you would, he gonna he gonna fight one person. If he ain't gonna fight nobody, he gonna fight you, he ever see you. Why? If he ever, if he ever bump into you in a Panera Bread somewhere in LA, bro, you better be ready. You better be ready, bro. Because you just said you gonna smack that man and back his head. Dude, he's a little jerk. The way he disrespects the people that are trying to cover this team. He is a totally disrespectful little jerk. Now, look, if if Bill Belichick is a disrespectful little jerk. Because he is. Because he's earned his respect. Correct. Has Brandon Correct. Staley earned his respect that he's going to sit there and he's going to talk down to everybody? Who are you, bro? All right, let me see the other uh, clips that you want to show us. Let's take a look here. This is how he is describing how he's going to handle the fans who have questions for him. Okay. I'm not here to talk to, to the fan base. I'm here to talk to my players, the locker room. I know that we give ourselves a chance to win every single week with the game plans that we have, okay? And we have done it here. You guys act like we've never played good defense. That's not the truth. That's not the truth. You act like we haven't made any improvements. Today in the run game, we played outstanding. We're rushing the quarterback well. What we got to do a better job of is in the passing game. And that's where our full attention is, and it's where it will continue to be. There were a lot of other things that caused us to lose today. It certainly wasn't our defense. It was the way we played as a team. We didn't play well on, enough on the red zone on offense. We dropped too many passes. Okay? We gave up a few killer sacks. Okay? We did this as a team. Stop making it about one unit because that's not what happened out there today. Our team lost, and I am fully responsible for it, and I take full responsibility. But we lost as a team today, and that's the storyline. I'm not here. Okay. There you couple, go again. Couple, couple things. And that's the storyline. Right? Did you you pick that up too, right? Yeah, I caught that at the end. What that is saying to these writers is you work for the athletic, you work for ESPN.com, you work for the LA Times. I'm here dictating to you. The storyline is we lost as a team. But by the same token, I just want to say one thing, because I'm Brandon Staley now. We lost as a team, but it wasn't my defense. It wasn't my defense. Think about what he said. Killer sacks, dropped passes, lack of red zone efficiency. Every, Brandon Staley 
flat out blamed the offense. Ooh. Flat Ooh. out said it was a team loss. I'm fully responsible, but but we have played good defense. You guys act like we haven't. We have. And I'm the defensive side. Really, the storyline is, I'm giving you guys the storyline because I'm, I'm an editor beyond a head coach. The storyline is dropped passes, Keenan Allen. Um, red zone efficiency, not there. Killer sack, O-line, O-line. The story wasn't the defense sucked. The story was the offense sucked. But we lose as a team. But I'm the defensive guy, and it was the offense's fault. This guy, I'm telling you right now, you talk about losing a locker room. It, this is only going to get more entertaining. That first one, the stop asking, that's bad. But because that's just like a that's him and a reporter just going back and forth. The it's not the defense. We've played good defense. No, you haven't. Like, look at the statistics, bro. You're dead last. What do you mean you play good defense against who? The Bears, the Jets. Okay. Enjoy that unemployment, bro. What is his definition of good? I guess is my question. And don't listen. I know there's a lot of you guys out there listening on radio, watching on YouTube. You're in the YouTube chat. Don't sell me on Joey Bosa got hurt. And that's why the defense no, couldn't stop. hold, you know, Green Bay in their last second touchdown, you know, or their, their final touchdown. Come on, guys. Stop it. Don't do that. Don't do that. You'll play yourself. All right. Coming up. I, I mentioned that Staley is just so entertaining. A national ridicule today. More sound bites. We'll get to them. Plus, let's find out about Browners, Bears, and how they lost to the Lions. Oh, and God. how about my Cleveland Browns with their third quarterback in the middle of the playoff race? Stick around. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. Hey, great friends. What's happening? This is Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. SevenMileCasino.com. By the way, if you're trying to figure out what you're doing for Thanksgiving, and I don't mean necessarily Thanksgiving dinner, I'm talking about like over the course of the next few days, if family's coming into town, you're going, hey, what am I going to do with these folks tonight? Think about Seven Mile Casino. It's only seven minutes south of downtown San Diego. No smoking. So the air quality is like nice and clean. You don't have to be like in a casino where you're like, oh, God, it smells like smoke. Um, table games like blackjack and poker. It's not like some monster casino with hotels and concert venues. It's a place where you play cards. And Sammy's Restaurant and Bar right next door. Amazing food. Great bar scene. You can watch Monday Night Football tonight, 7 Mile Casino, 7milecasino.com. And if you have any problems with gambling, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, Browner and I have been uh, dissecting <laughs> Brandon Staley from the Chargers. I got to tell you, Brown, um, for all the things that happened in the NFL yesterday, the Broncos evening their record to 500, the Browns finding ways to win using their third quarterback and yet another mid-round rookie quarterback. Shows up. Starting, yeah. Um, there's so many storylines to yesterday around the NFL, but I was surprised to see this morning how much time was dedicated. And I say time, I mean like on national TV to the Chargers, their failures and the media. See, this is what I knew was going to happen. The media is so offended by his, um, the arrogance. way, he, by his arrogance, right? The media is so offended. It's like, if Bill Belichick is a dick, he's earned it. If Andy Reid is a jerk to me, he's earned it. Mm -hmm. If Pete Carroll talks down to me like he knows more football than I'll ever know, he's right. He does. He, yeah, even if Sean McVay 
a young guy. Hey, look, he's won a Super Bowl and he's been to a Super Bowl. Sean McVay has earned the right to, on occasion, get a little bit annoyed. But Dude, Fran back when Sean clearly, Payton, when, when Sean Payton was getting frosty with people after he gave up seventy points, they were like, "Well, you need to fire Vance, the defensive coordinator." He got a little frosty too. People's like, "Ah, it's Sean Payton." He ain't got that. Right, guys like guys like um, Brandon Staley or Robert Sala, as an yep. example. Great, you know, great, man. great, great. Yeah, call you know, back. your your guy Matt Eberflus. Oh, you know, I mean, God, there are certain coaches who have to understand you haven't earned it yet. And in the case of Brandon Staley, not only has he not earned it as a head coach, everybody who's covering the Chargers looks at him like, brother, you went from little school to quick elevation to defensive coordinator of the Rams when they had the best player on the planet and a great team and a great coaching staff, and you got lucky to be inexpensive and available, mm-hmm. and nobody had to pay for your moving costs. And so <laughs> I'm serious, man. The Chargers hired this guy because everything about him is cheap. Come on, man. They didn't no, have to pay for him to move? They seriously, play the factor? Dude, listen. Rex Ryan said it very, very well this morning on ESPN. <laughs> Take your inexperienced ass back to Division Three football because that's where you belong. And what, mm. what Rex Ryan was saying wasn't trying to completely insult the guy. What he was saying is you started so low and you elevated so quickly and you're so in over your head and everybody can see it from the way you call your defense to the the lack of production to the way you handle yourself in your post-game press conferences. It is so such a young guy who's in over his head. Guess what? He's not Sean McVay. Mm. You you thought you were hiring the next Sean McVay. You just forgot that McVay's an offensive guy, and this guy has a reputation of a defensive guy, and he didn't have anywhere near the experience. Young, cheap, controllable. Let me ask you a question. Mm. How loud, because you know people love when I do that, how loud does the noise around this team have to get before they pull the trigger and fire him? Because you got seven, I think seven weeks, six to seven weeks for, for the most part. How loud does it have to get from the media, local media? Because I think the national media hits different because they're not they're, – they're last in the division. So if they're spending their time talking about you, something's going drastically wrong. So a last-place team being the talking point on the national media on Monday morning, how loud does it have to get about him around this organization for them to say, all right, you know what, that's enough? I would say, um, and I haven't really looked ahead to the schedule, but I can do it for you. I mean, what happened this past weekend to lose to a team like Green Bay that is not considered very good at all? They were a three and six football team coming into this game. They have a quarterback that hasn't had, uh, you know, one 300 yard game thus far. Yesterday, he passes for over 300 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. I just, they lose these games and listen, an owner like Mark Davis, as, as much as I don't think he's a great owner, I'll give him a ton of credit. He keeps hiring the wrong people, but there's a, but, but at least he fires them. There's, there's a phrase in business. I think it goes like this, um, hire slowly fire quickly, Mm -hmm. meaning take your time to figure out who's the right person for the job. But if that person gets on the job and he or she is not the right person, make a swift decision. Get rid of them quickly before they hurt you. 
That's what the Chargers don't have the guts to do. Up next, they have the Ravens. This is like a Sunday night football game on NBC. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be a doozy. They're dead. <laughs> they play the Patriots after that. That's that. Now that's a football game that they could win. Where's it at? Is it at New England? It is at New England. Okay, that's a game they could easily lose. They have a home game after that versus the Broncos. That's the teller. Yeah. Because the Broncos are going like this, and the Chargers are going like this. Right. So and the that, and the and the Broncos have a, a professional coach. Yes. And, yes. and one and one that was rumored to have wanted the Chargers job. But let's face it, um, mm. Dean Spanos is not paying 10 million bucks, 12 million bucks a year. Ain't got it. And mm -hmm. after that, they got the Raiders. So these back to back, because I'll stop right there, because the rest of them, it's they're, they're not they're in trouble. The Broncos and the Raiders, the two teams that you should be better than, the two teams you have more talent than, and the two teams that started the season underneath you have now surpassed you. One's fired a coach, and one of those teams gave up 70 points. If both of these teams come out and run you out of the gym from a passing standpoint on the defensive side of the ball, like, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Uh, this segment of Kaplan and Crew being brought to us by our friends over at Prize Picks. PrizePicks.com slash great friends. And you can click on the QR code. And Browner tells me that everybody's using the QR code on YouTube and on TV. PrizePicks.com slash great friends. They will match your first deposit up to $100. They'll match it 100%. So keep them coming, everybody. For everybody that's sending me pictures on Twitter, anybody that's sending them to me on Facebook, like, um, on the direct message on Facebook, anybody who's hitting me up, showing me your prize picks, send them to me because I want to play your picks. I think you're doing more research than I am, and you guys are playing it better than I am. Prizepicks.com slash great friends and uh, get in on that because I'll tell you what, man, it has changed the way I watch sports. Like, I'll give you an example. Last night, I was at the Laker game, and uh, LeBron, for points, rebounds, and assists, the number was 40, more or less on 40. And I was just following the line on the scoreboard the entire time. 15 points, five assists, seven, uh, seven rebounds. Okay, where's he at? He's at 30. Okay. And then when he finally got to 40, I'm like, okay, great. He's there. Now look how much time is left. Oh, he's easily going to go over. And as soon as LeBron scored and everybody in the arena is going crazy and not me, I'm just happy that I won my prize picks. That's all. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. Okay. Brian, let's Wait, go no, back no, to don't, don't forget to give out the doozy. They're giving it, they're giving money away right now. They're oh, giving yeah, money away. Don't forget to throw right. that out there. Cause I, yeah. I am right now swimming through something to add to that to make this easy money right off the top. So that's so a they, giveaway. They made a play. Um wow, this is a couple couple things are happening right here. So um they've got Christian McCaffrey on Thanksgiving Day mm -hmm. at 0.5 yards rushing receiving total. That's it. 0.5. That's it. Yeah. So they also, I just noticed they made an edit to my um, my play for oh. tonight, which oh. was Isaiah Pacheco. They've made his uh, more or less number 68 and a half yards rushing and receiving combined. So they they hit me up on that. But I'm telling you, this this Christian McCaffrey thing is just, I don't know, to me that just seems like and they're just giving us money. Right. It's a layup right there. It is. All right. So I'm, I'm actually just fixing my, uh, okay, okay. So the, all right, well, I want to place this entry right here. The max entry amount when using this discounted projection is $25. That's the max. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it right now. Place my entry. Nope. That didn't work. 
Okay, maybe they're telling me I got to play it less. Would you, would you put twenty five? I put ten bucks. Now it's five bucks. Now I got to do it five. No, 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 no. You uh, try twenty. Nope. It was, uh, it was that uh, they're. I mean, they're giving away money, so they're like, "Hey, bro, we're not letting you. We're not giving away that much." Yeah. <laughs> Prizepicks.com slash great friends. All right, do this for me if you don't mind. Take us back to more of these Brandon Staley sound bites. I'm having so much fun. I can't stop. What, what's next? We heard the one where he told everybody he's calling the defense. He's super confident. Don't ask him that question again. We heard the other one where he's like, I'm not here to talk to the fans. I'm here to talk to the locker room and talk to my players. Mm-hmm. And he actually got, he, and then that's the same soundbite where he went off on it's, it's not because we don't play good defense. You've made it seem like we don't play good defense. We, we do. do. We do we have right. And, and you know, our problem is, is that guys were dropping passes and the, uh, and the offense sucked, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it's a team loss and it's all on me. And I take full responsibility yet. He's blaming the offense and not taking the responsibility for his defense and dictating to the media. That's the storyline. By the way, mm. he's also got another storyline for you. Wait oh, really? This one. Listen, listen. Okay. This, now, this is a different storyline, but nevertheless, he still got another storyline for you. Well, you were also at training camp, and he made a lot of big plays in training camp, too. So you need to do, you know, your reporting justice because he had a really good training camp, and he's improving as a player. He had a tough down there. We're going to keep going back to him. He's going to be an outstanding player. We love coaching him, and Justin's going to continue to go to him. And um, the more he plays, the more he's going to be able to knock down, you know, opportunities like that. It's not coming down here. That is the drop pass from the first round draft pick who just can't seem to get it right. Is that is that the same? Um, because he he had another soundbite where he was talking about how you Quentin saw Johnson him make, is his name. You you saw him make plays in training camp. Yeah. I'm like, bro, training camp was like four months ago. Right. Is 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 that so wait, so the, yes. the one okay, you still have that soundbite also, the next one? The the training camp one? Yeah, do you have that one or not? That I just played. You want me to play it again? Yeah, play it one more time. Sorry, man. Well, you were also at training camp, and he made a lot of big plays in training camp too. So you need to do, you know, your reporting justice because he had a really good training camp, and he's improving as a player. He had a tough down there. We're going to keep going back to him. He's going to be an outstanding player. We love coaching him, and Justin's going to continue to go to him. And um, the more he plays, the more he's going to be able to knock down, you know, opportunities like that. It's not coming down. All right, I missed the first part of that. So hold on. So you need to do your reporting justice. Right. <laughs> you need to report better because he made plays at camp. You reported he made plays at camp. So why don't you write that, that he made plays at camp and he'll eventually make the plays? Coach, I, I know you've already said you're super confident. You've already told my colleague over here not to ask you anymore about who's going to be calling the defense. Just, yep. but, here, here, but here's a quick question for you. Coach, why do you keep dictating the storyline to us? We're asking you questions about how to fix your team. We're not telling you, hey, coach, you better start this guy. Or, hey, coach, you need to move that guy out. Or, hey, coach, you need to call this defense against this offense. We're not telling you what to do with your team. We're asking you questions. Why do you keep telling us that this is the storyline? Or you need to do a better job with your reporting. You need to do your reporting justice. Coach, I can go back to my notes. Okay, I can go back to my notes from August, and I can see kid made good catch in training camp practice. Kid looks like he's got speed. Kid looks like he could be a good punt return. 
So what do you want me to do? I have to, I have to go back into my notes from training camp when I'm asking you about a play that was not made now. This notion that he keeps telling everybody how to do their jobs. My brother, you don't know how to do your job. Well, (laughs) why are you telling everybody else how to do their job? I find Brandon Staley to be unbelievably annoying. And I'm going to be really, really pissed if he gets fired. Give that man an extension. You want more of this? Annoying, but entertaining. You want you? Maybe he'll tell you how to do this show. Oh, I would love that. Maybe he'll maybe he'll come on. He'll go out in his next press conference and go. You know, I saw some comments from some of you guys in the media. This Kaplan guy. I don't know if he's in L.A. or if he's in San Diego, but I saw this Kaplan guy. You 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 need to do a better job. Right. You need to do a better job. Right. I realize that you've been on the radio longer than I've been alive on planet Earth, but I'm here to tell you how to do a better radio show, my man. Because you don't know what you're doing. And that's the storyline. And you better tell it that way. You better. You better. God, do we have any more of him? I could listen to him all day. If I not, one, it's fine. I, I, I got, one more, I got one more about the uh one more about the red zone inefficiency. All Here right. you go. For us for us on offense was the way we played in the red zone. We moved the ball the whole day. Um, but we had a bunch of drops in the game um that really um inhibited our ability to score the football. And uh and again, we had a fumble. And that was the story. They had, they had one takeaway. We didn't. It happened, you know, in the red zone. Um, and I think, uh, you know, on offense, that was the story for us because we drove the football and moved the football well today. Story for on us. We dropped the ball. We fumbled the ball. We didn't score in the red zone. That's the story. Write it. You better write it that way or I'm going to kick some ass. I'm going to kick some ass around here. I'll grow this beard back. You better. Well, you don't want me. You don't want me growing this beard back. You don't want that beard to come back. It's going to be trouble. It's trouble. Man, this guy, he is incredibly entertaining. Like you said, for a team that's now four and six and in last place in their division and has been overtaken by the Raiders and the Broncos, who, by the mm-hmm. way, four or five weeks ago, were both laughing stocks. I mean, and, and, and coaches were supposed to be fired. Right. Remember, people were talking about ways to fire Sean Payton, that the Walmart people were rich enough to fire Sean Payton so he can go away because this is such a disaster. You're behind them. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Payton has shown Dean Spanos one thing. Um, Professional coach. If you have a team that seems to be underachieving every year, maybe it is the coach. And maybe instead of hiring Brandon Staley or Anthony Lynn or Mike McCoy or any of these types of coaches that are first time head coaches who are paid less than market value who don't have the experience. And then you look at what the Broncos have done. And in week three, they gave up 70 points to the Miami dolphins. And you thought Sean Payton is going to be laughed out of town. Sean Payton put his stamp on the team and went, fellas, you're either going to do it my way Mm -hmm. or, or you're, or you're going to be miserable. But here's the thing I know my way has resulted in here's my career record. And here's my super bowl ring. Okay. Russ, I got it, man. You got a Super Bowl ring too, but you're the quarterback. So coaches are going to coach and players are going to play. And and Sean Payton redirected that entire team. They've won four straight games. And and listen, Dean Spano should also learn from Mark Davis. Mark Davis knew, I can't have John Gruden as my coach anymore. This whole racial email thing has turned into a disaster. He got to go. Fire him. Then he hires this next guy. Uh, you know, from, from New England. And the fact is that guy's no good. 
and everybody hated him. Nobody wanted to play for him. And so you've got the GM, the coach, and the offensive coordinator, and they're all from the New England tree, and it's not working in the Raiders' locker room. It's going to cost a fortune, but I got to fire these guys. So, Dean, you can learn that Sean Payton, you need a real coach, and you can learn from Mark Davis that when it's not working, you got to have the guts and the money to make the move, and you could just look in your own division to find out how to run your organization. Terrible. Incredible. Incredible. Terrible. Terrible. I, terrible. Let me do this. Let me uh, mention everybody, our friends over at Mushroom Life, Mushroom Life, L-Y-F-E, mushroomlife.com slash great friends. I got a message this morning from one of our listeners. They bought the Mushroom Life facial cream that I talk about all the time because I've got two spots in my face, oh, <laughs> two God. spots. This is a little embarrassing. This is like guy talk here, right in the middle of my eyes here. And then over on my left eyebrow, I get super dry. And then it's like having like facial dandruff. Is that like, your you know, T-zone? I just, I don't know, man. I don't know what the deal is. So, so anyway, I use this facial cream now every day and I love it. I love the feel. I love the smell. And I got some messages from, from listeners that are like, dude, we bought some. And then what Brett, Brett Weiss does, the owner, he just starts loading up your box. He gives you all kinds of stuff. Browner, you know, who's hitting me up? Who wants uh, the Browner cocktail? Who is Lawhead. Lawhead's like, dude, why can't you give me some mushroom life products to try? Like, I can, <laughs> dog. I can. I can do it right, right. here. Uh, and in the future, don't uh, say somebody's getting their box loaded. Oh, you don't think that's a good idea? No, that's not. If a good Brett Weiss loads your box, yeah, I don't. Uh, you don't think that's good? Well, he does. Uh, I mean, some of our great friends bought this facial cream, and the next thing you know, they got all these other products sent to them because Brett wants you to try them. How'd you How'd you like your tour up there on uh, on Friday? I was amazed at what he is doing with that space and what his vision for what it's going to be. So I, I'm. I am excited to see what each room is going to look like because he walked me through the entire facility and to see what each room is going to become. I I think he's on to something. I really oh, yeah. do. Yeah. So now, it's, in a, it's, in a, it's in the middle of nowhere. Well, I mean, it's it's in the middle of a warehouse district in, yeah. uh, you know, in like the San Marcos Vista area. So yeah. uh, this is the sustained energy that Browner takes every day. This product mm -hmm. right here, this tincture. And then this is the mental energy that Browner takes every day in the gummy form. So, um, your first purchase is 50% off and Brett usually likes to load you up because he wants you to try a variety of his products. And this is all plant-based medication. So if you take pills for sleep, if you take pills for, uh, for focus, if you take it for sex drive, there is a more holistic way to deal with it. And it's uh, mushroom life right here in Carlsbad mushroomlife.com slash great friends or click the QR code. Okay. Look, we've spent a lot of time today on little Brandon Staley. We've given a lot of free advice to Dean Spanos. Okay. Coming up, let's look around the rest of the NFL from this past weekend. My Browns are on fire. Browners, Bears, not the case. We'll get there. Coming right back. Stick around, everybody. <laughs> All right, great friends. Hey, what's happening? It's Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. We're in the 7 Mile Casino Studios, 7milecasino.com. For everybody that is listening on radio on 1090, glad you guys are here on a Monday. It's been a fun day of just piling on the Chargers. I know a lot of you guys hit me up on social media just wanting me to just go all in and just keep crushing away. Um, well, you know, the national media did a lot of that work for us this morning because when a guy like Rex Ryan, not that he's some superstar and not that he's got like 10 Super Bowls, but when a guy like that goes on ESPN and tells Brandon Staley, go back to Division Three where you belong, ooh, oh, 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 that's funny, really funny. Uh, so we've been having our fun today at the expense of Brandon Staley. Thank you, Coach, for these post-game press conferences. They are gems. We love them. We really do. Um, Browner, 
But I will say this, as much as we've kind of beaten up on the Chargers, I'm ready to move on with one last thought here. Do you know who a player is on the Chargers by the name of Stone Smart? You know who he is? Yes, I do. Stone Smart has got a great name. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, and like, I don't remember hearing about him all season long for real. Um, he had one catch yesterday for 51 yards. It was big though. It was a really big catch. It was a really big touchdown catch. As I recall um, for the season, he's got three catches for 80 yards. Yesterday he had one for 51 yards. He's a second year player out of old dominion. And, um, you know, I usually root for players like this from small yeah, schools, especially kind of guy. Yeah. Especially with a name like that stone smart. You could do so much with that. Right. I hope he gets, I hope he's better. So then we can start using it more. Yeah. Stone smart. And by the way, the smart has two T's on the end. He's stone smart with two T's <laughs> smart with two T's. Yeah. One right, T Brown. stands for touchdown. Let me uh, let me move on a little bit because I know we've talked so much about the Chargers, the Broncos, the Raiders. Yeah. Um, for you, I'm sure it was oh, all Bears oh. yesterday. For me, it was a lot of Cleveland Browns yesterday. Mm -hmm. And then sort of uh, just a look around the rest of the league. What do you got to say for yourself about your Bears who I was watching? And I was like, oh, my gosh, they have a two-touchdown lead. There's like two minutes and 40 seconds to go. Pre Detroit scored pretty quickly. And then it was like, okay, they're going to – they're going to try and get the ball back here, but can they do it? Will they be able to? How did your Bears go from two touchdowns up with under three to play and lose that game to Detroit? Listen, the Bears are playing in a level of greatness that has never been seen before, okay? Because for the first time in NFL history, no team has ever had four caused four turnovers and had a time of possession that they did and still lost the game. Was it overwhelming? They had much more time of possession in the game. I think it was like maybe twenty minutes. Mm -hmm. It was like it was something so absurd. There, you know how they do that? Like they scale to win. Mm -hmm. Ninety-eight point six percent. No way. In the fourth quarter, less than three minutes. That thing was ninety-eight percent. And then skippy. So look, I, I have I have no misgivings about what this organization is, what this coaching staff is. That's why I made the proclamation that I made earlier in the year. If they move on from Justin Fields, I'm moving on from them. Because you know the only reason why they had a chance in that game yesterday? The return of Justin Fields. Period. End of story. Because the defense is trash. The head coach is trash. The offensive coordinator, who finally got it together again yesterday, finally got it together, decided on the last two series, you know what? I'm good. I did good enough today. Let's just, you know, let's do something stupid. Let's do some really stupid stuff from here on out. And it's just all it shows you is that wins and losses are a coach's stat. That's what I've that's what I've learned this NFL season. Wins and losses belong to the coach only. Because Justin Fields had 105 passer rating. He was responsible for over 200, I think it was 67 yards of offense. Mm-hmm. And you still lost a game that you were winning by two touchdowns with less than three minutes. Who you? Uh, who is that on? Who is that on? You scored twenty six points. You have a defensive head coach. You know what you should do? Win. You should hold on to that game. You know Matt Eberflus has been coaching the Chicago Bears for two seasons. You know how many division wins he has in the division, the NFC North. How many divisions he got? How many wins he got in that division? Guess. I'll, I'll give you one guess. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a guess. I'll, I'll, I'll go with zero because I feel like I'm being set up. 
Zero. Nothing. Bro, how are you going to be an NFL coach? You got zero division wins. Zero. The, the, the Packers, who are going through transition, and the Vikings, who are going through transition, and the Lions, who were terrible last year, by the way. They were terrible at the start of last year when you played them, and they beat you. Nothing. He's got no wins. You talk about somebody who shouldn't keep their job. You talk about somebody who should be fired. It's this guy, man. It's this guy. But he's not as entertaining in post-game press conferences. He's not making national news in post-game press conferences. Well, you know, you know, he makes this news at. Tell me. During the week, during press conferences, because he's oh, yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I would take any of those. I listen. I would love to have some something to really compare the little Brandon Staley press conferences to. I, I, ooh, I wish. See, I wish I would have known that. I'd have dug him up. Mm-hmm. I'd have dug up some of Eberflus's greatest hits when he said Justin Fields was doubtful but wasn't going to play. And when they say, oh, wait, so is he out or is he doubtful? Say, oh, he's out. So he's not playing. He's doubtful. He's 51%. It's like, wait, what? What? Or like the time Justin Fields said, it's coaching. That's why he's not playing well. It's the coaches. And then Ibra, they asked Eberflus about that. And he, and he said, he got hits, bro. He got hits. If they did a concert, if they were a tour, it would sell out because they got hits. All right. Well. Uh, I'm willing to li- to listen in and uh, and and hear more because I'm I'm looking for as many different entertaining press conferences from coaches that are feeling the heat, but right now Brandon Staley's my leader in the clubhouse. Let me tell you this: you're watching your Bears yesterday lose to the Lions. I was watching the Cleveland Browns yesterday afternoon and thinking to myself, Pittsburgh's not very good, but but the Browns are on their third quarterback. Thank goodness the Browns have a really great defense. Let me tell you a quick story. I'm going to stop before I talk about the game. I go yesterday to a place that I like to watch games at on occasion in Solana Beach. Give him a shout out. I'll give him a shout out. My friends at Chiefs. I've been. Shout out to Rosie O'Grady's. I was up in there. Somebody who watches the show was in there too. Shout out. Nice. Um, I was in, uh, I was in Chiefs Burgers and Brews yesterday in Solana Beach. And the reason I was there, I've been there for a few games this year, but I was going to the train station across the street because I was getting ready to take a train up to L.A. So I go in to watch the game. The uh, I, I the game I wanted was the Steelers and the Browns. So in front of me yesterday, they had a bank of TVs. I had Steelers-Browns on one TV, Chargers-Packers on a second TV, Raiders-Dolphins on a third. These This was the bank of, of TVs like right in front of me at this sports bar. And now... It's getting like it's fourth quarter and let's call there's like, I don't know, eight minutes to go in the game, you know, and it's like a 10, 10 game. And this couple, this guy and this, and this lady, they come walking in and they sit at the bar. Now we're at a table, like right behind the bar. And we're looking up at this bank of TVs and there's this guy and this lady walk in and they sit down at the bar and they said to the bartender, would you turn this game right here to the Dallas game? And you know, like most sports bars, I feel like have, like a little note on the TV. This TV is dedicated for the Cleveland game against Pittsburgh. This TV is the Dolphins and the Raiders. Because this way, people can walk in and they go, oh, that's the game I want to see. I'm going to try and sit in this area. This couple sits down, and they ask the bartender to turn the game from the Cleveland-Pittsburgh game to the Dallas-Carolina game. Bro, bro, there's eight minutes to go in the game, and it's a 10-10 game. All of a sudden... Lawhead is with me. Lawhead loses it, bro. Ah. Loses it. First of all, he's about two eight oh fives in. <laughs> I, dude, I drink Coors Lights. Okay, Lawhead's drinking eight oh fives. 
Lawhead weighs like 150 pounds. So two 805s, he's already talking really loud. He's doing his stand-up routine for just the two guys that are sitting there, me and my buddy David. And, and like, Lawhead sees them change the channel from a 10-10 game that we've been watching from the kickoff for a couple that comes in and sits down and, and, and wants the Dallas Carolina game. Lawhead loses it. Oh, my God. He's saying to the bartender, wait, wait. What are you doing? Hold up. What what do you we've been here since 10 o'clock in the morning? We're that's the game we're watching. Th- these guys even behind us are watching that game. These two people come in and you change the TV. So now Lawhead's given it to the bartender and she's going, Okay, calm down. My bad. And now Lawhead's given it to the guy at the bar. You don't come walking into a sports bar in the fourth quarter and ask them to change the channel. You don't do that. He's right. It's bad for him. It is. It it's is. bad form. Listen, if you want to see a football game and you show up in a sports bar and it's the fourth quarter of the early games and you ask them to change the channel, brother, you're you taking your wait. life in your hands. You got to wait. Hey, you have to wait. People have been stomped out for less. So so now here's what, so the, the bartender is like, okay, we're putting the Steelers-Browns game back where it was. Um, we've still got the Dolphins Raiders, which was a competitive game. We've still got the Chargers Packers, which is a game we're all in there cheering against the Chargers. I, could, I loved all the Charger hate that was going on. And she found a way to move the Dallas Carolina garbage game 33 to 10 was uh, the final score. Carolina's like one and eight going in, they're one and nine coming out. But I'm just going to tell you guys right now that is rude. Okay. That is like talking on your cell phone with your speakerphone full blast. And you and your girl, you and your girl go, oh damn girl, oh hell no, nah. no girlfriend, get some headphones, okay. But walking into a sports bar and asking them to change the TV without even so much as looking around, going, hey everybody, hey we're gonna sit right here, we want to see this Dallas Carolina game. You guys watching this Pittsburgh Cleveland game? Not it's a even a proper thing uh, to do. Not yeah. even an ounce of like just being polite to people. Oh Browner, you had to see what happened there yesterday, man. Dude, I can tell you right now, from my experience, I think this is like my sixth year in a row going to bars to watch the Bears game or just going to a bar in general to watch games. You better, you better ask around, is anybody watching this game? Because if that channel gets changed and that person who was watching that game is losing or they got money on and they're not in a good mood, oh, you can get your ass whooped real quick. Real quick. So luckily you were in a better part of town, I would say. And that's a rookie move by the bartender. Come on. Rookie move. Rookie rookie move. move. Right. And I've I've known the guys who own Chiefs in Solana Beach for years. Big Joe. And um, you know, listen, his whole his whole family, these guys have owned that place forever. When I walk in, I mean, these are my people. This is like cheers for me, you know. But the bartender, I mean, man, she just she made a terrible rookie mistake. And the people who were on the receiving end of Lawhead going, what are you doing? You don't walk into a sports bar and ask them to change the channel without even so much as asking around. Like Lawhead's going off on these people. My buddy David's there going, hey, Jay, why don't you chill out a little bit? These folks look like they just came from church. You know, they look like nice enough people. They just happen to walk in and and they they just happen to, they have poor sports bar etiquette. What can I tell you? Listen, man, J-Law, J-Law, Browns fans, they bury them, bro. No, no, you you ain't turning this channel. Uh Uh-uh. No, y'all going to need the cops. You don't turn this channel back. It's 10 to 10. That's <laughs> in the fourth quarter. Yeah, for, for a cowboy game? 
Nah, 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 nah. Cowboys nah. Panthers worse. Nah, nah. It don't matter who the other person is on the other side of the foot of the field. If it's Cowboys, whoever, and for a 10-10 game that I care about, you go turn to the damn Cowboys. No, no, no. Some I'm fighting. If you just this don't go back, I'm fighting. Something's yeah. getting broken here. Some chairs well, getting flipped. Well, they went back. They went back to the Cleveland Pittsburgh game, which is the game that we were all watching. And what happened ultimately is this. Um, the Browns wind up winning the game 13 to 10. Look, the Steelers aren't very good. And Kenny Pickett is terrible. Are you ready? Yeah, Kenny Are Pickett. You ready? Yes, Kenny Pickett is not a dynamic quarterback. And in the AFC North, where you've got Lamar Jackson mm -hmm. and you've got Joe Burrow uh, and you've got Deshaun Watson, theoretically your three starters, and Kenny Pickett is in that category, he's in that group, you have the four, you have the worst quarterback of the division, and Kenny Pickett doesn't have what Joe Burrow has or what Josh Allen has. You know, people look at him, he's tall, he's he's thin, he's considered a guy who can move a little bit. He he's just they drafted at best kind of a game manager type guy. At best. They didn't draft a dynamic player at the position. And they're going to have to replace him because if they're going to compete with Lamar and eventually Deshaun, assuming he ever gets it back together, um, and Burrow, and assuming oh, oh, he can stay oh, healthy. By the way, let's talk about that real quick. He's mm -hmm. out for the season. That happened on Thursday. We came back. Obviously, we're off on Friday. What do you think will happen to the Bengals? Because there's this mystery now that he wasn't on the injury report. Now they showed him with some type of brace on his hand before the game, and it was never reported. What do you think the NFL has to do in terms of that? Because now, you know, we big prize picks people now. That heavily influenced what happened in the gambling world. So this is this is not good. Well, right. Like, it's one thing to hide an injury because you're trying to play gamesmanship when you're playing against another team. But the amount of um, support that the NFL now has for their gambling partners. Yeah. Uh, not knowing that Burrow was, was injured and him not being on the report all week long is straight up lying to the public yes. and it's lying to the opponent and it's lying to the league. And now that the league is no longer opposed to gambling, um, that impacts the way people made plays and mm -hmm. that cost a lot of people money. I'm sure. So we're looking at a fine. I don't know exactly what they're going to do. I mean, this is this is uncharted territory, so to speak. You know, you didn't give us information that hurt our gambling chances. Because he got hurt early. It wasn't yeah. like it wasn't it wasn't Aaron Rodgers' fourth play early, but it was early enough in the game that it it dictated what happened after that. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, just all in all, another amazing weekend. This is why we all love the NFL the way we do, because every game has a storyline going in and coming out. Um, you know, things that happen that you just quite, you, you don't expect to happen along the way. Um, and I say it like that. I mean, like <laughs> yesterday to see the lions come back and beat your bears. I know I keep kind of pounding on that to see the Packers have a 300 yard passing game. Um, to, uh, to think that the Dolphins were going to blow out the Raiders because they were 13-and-a-half-point favorites, and they don't. Uh, just so many things that happen in the NFL on Sundays, and then you, know, you come out on Monday. Because I think I had I had the Raiders because I didn't think they would get beat by 13 because that is a lot. Mm -hmm. I, had the, I had the Bears, and they were underdogs by six points. They lost by five, so I won that one. I did, unfortunately, have Seattle, and the Rams figured a way to yeah, win that too. game. Yeah. And I had the Chargers. Because, you know, 
Mm-hmm. It's the Packers, and the kid can't pass, and we are here today. Got to give it up to the Rams, by the way. Um, oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely thought that Seattle would come back and, and win because they had lost in week one at home against the Rams. Didn't think the Rams were you know really good. They lost Cooper Cup in this game. You know, so so I think Cooper Cup now is a guy who at this it's stage over. of his career, he just over, seems bro. like now he can't stay healthy. It's over, bro. He so, had a good run. Well, but I mean, think about it for the Rams. You know, Matthew Stafford is over because he can't stay healthy. And Cooper Cup, he can't stay healthy. And so the guys that they were hoping to kind of have that they could be, you know, they could lean on these guys as they're trying to rebuild, you can't count on either of those guys now, sadly. I gotta give a shout out to Vincey Glenn. So I talked to V Glenn this weekend. Vegan Lynn said something to me, and this is while I was touring the, the Mushroom Life Factory. Vegan said something I never thought of before about a Cooper Cup. He said if he caught 104 passes, he got hit 104 times. Yep. And that is not counting the targets where he got hit. That's not counting the times they ran it and he blocked. So for a guy getting that much usage, he's getting hit a lot. Mm-hmm. And now it seems to be bearing fruit. All those hits are starting to pile up on him. Yeah, and it's unfortunate because he was on fire as much as I think he's a system quarterback. I mean, system, system wide receiver. Mm-hmm. He was productive nonetheless. Yep. Yep, so true. it's I had fun with it, but it's sad to see him if he has fallen apart because he was entertaining to watch. If not. Yep, he really was. Hey, let me do this. Let me just remind everybody, today being Monday and Thursday being Thanksgiving, um, you probably have family coming into town or maybe you're going out of town. Um, or maybe you're kind of getting ready to start the holiday season. I want to encourage right everybody. Now? What's that? Who would you? Who with me? What do you mean who with me? Who at the house? Uh, Jillian's home from Boise State. Jaden's home from Tulane. Tomorrow, my parents come in from Florida, Boca Del Vista Phase 4. And Shout tomorrow out. night, my son comes in from uh, from West Liberty. So uh, I will have the complete full house by tomorrow night. Are you just going to hang out at the airport tomorrow? No. Um, no, because I'm back to court tomorrow because, you know, it just oh. will never end. So I'm back to court tomorrow. Oh, and then uh, my family comes into town. And I actually had a plan with some friends that I never get to see to uh, to visit and have a dinner tomorrow night. So they'll either be consoling me because I lose or they'll be celebrating with me because I win. But uh, neither here nor there. I did want to mention, everybody, though, that with, with the holiday coming up, is a great week to get to Tory Holistics and California Holistics, okay? Uh, in fact, Charlie, the chief marketing officer, will stop by tomorrow and tell us about all the incredible deals they've got going on. So, in fact, he was telling me that he couldn't do the Wednesday show because he's like, dude, Wednesday is all hands on deck because they expect a big crowd. Tory Holistics in Sorrento Valley, California Holistics in Chula Vista. You can use the QR code on our screen right now. Or for those of you listening on audio and radio, you can use our promo code, which is amazing. You save 20%. So if you're getting cannabis products because your mom's coming to town and mom doesn't sleep and you want her to try something, you can stop by Tori Holistics and California Holistics. If you're just getting something for recreation because you're like, hey, people are coming into town. This is going to be fun. Maybe you don't like alcohol as much. That's cool. Um, hook up. Get to Tori Holistics and California Holistics. Use our promo code amazing. And by the way, um, you can use that code for delivery too. So when you check out, Use that code AMAZING and you save 20%. There you go, bro. Shout out, man. Shout out. Boy, today's one of those days that um, I knew we were never going to get to USC-UCLA because there was so much NFL stuff going on yesterday. Not even close. I knew we wouldn't get to San Diego State versus San Jose State because who's really still watching? Who cares? I knew we might touch a little bit of F1, which we did just a little bit. Tiny. Yeah. Um, And then... Like last night I was at this Lakers Rockets game and I didn't really think we were going to get there, but I got to give it up to LeBron 37 point performance last night. 
that's pretty amazing at 38 years old. Come on. Even I got to give it up to the guy. I respect it, but the Rockets are the Rockets need help. <laughs> All right. Listen, for everybody that is on radio, stay with us. We got a lot more to get to from the NFL weekend. For all the podcasters, let's go get uncensored.